have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. We just gotta do what we do. We play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes, from the top. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Welcome to the Something to Say radio show on WGSO 990 AM and streaming live on WGSO.com. No subjects are off limits, so call in with your questions and comments to 504-556-9696. And now the host of the Something to Say radio show, B.J. Rust. All right, welcome to another edition of the Something to Say radio show on WGSO 990 AM and streaming live on WGSO.com. Hope everybody had a great week and uh, is properly rested from uh, from Mardi Gras. Of course, you don't get to rest too long when you live in New Orleans, do you? We've got, uh, now that we're done with, with carnival season, we're on to festival season. And uh, it won't be long, and the French Quarter Festival will be happening. I believe that's April 11th. And then we got the uh, Jazz Fest coming up after that. And uh, let's not forget that we're just right around the corner, just a few weeks away from St. Patrick's Day also, and the Irish Channel Parade. And then uh, also in March, which I believe is, uh, uh, let's see, uh, March 20, I think it's the 20th through the 23rd, is the the Bourbon, New Orleans Bourbon Festival also, which we'll have Tracy and Barbara Napolitano on soon to talk about all of that. So uh, it's all happening. You know, uh, I have uh, some neighbors that are that are new to New Orleans and was talking to them after Mardi Gras. And uh, um, they're from Kansas originally. And um, I said, you know, you would like I would like to tell you that you'd get, you're going to get some rest, but you're not. There's always something to do and something fun to do. And, uh, you know, that's just part of part of living here. That's why we live here. So uh, anyways. Let's talk about the NBA All-Star Game, or whatever, whatever. (laughs) That was last weekend on Sunday, and uh, if you didn't watch, which you weren't alone in that, I didn't even watch it, I caught the highlights or or something similar, and uh, the final score, the Eastern Conference All-Stars topped the Western Conference All-Stars, 211 to 186 that's right almost 400 points were scored in this game and it's not because uh i'm not gonna say they're not fantastic basketball players but it's just such a joke nobody is trying nobody's playing any defense i saw luka Doncic. um they literally inbounded the ball to him to bring it down the court and he turned around and threw it up from three fourths of the court. I mean, almost like you're playing, like you're playing a, a NBA 2K on on PlayStation, and you hit the wrong button. And instead of passing the ball, you shot it, 
that's what it reminded me of. I, I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? Um, Dame Lillard was the uh, MVP with 39 points, and I saw he came down and shot two three pointers from literally from half court and made them both. I don't know if he made, if he shot any more of them like that, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's just a joke, you know. And there's now there's a lot of debate on 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 the four All Star games, the, the NHL, MLB. NFL and, and the NBA of whether or not they're even needed anymore. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I still I still like the the Major League Baseball All Star Game. Um, you know, you don't get a high scoring game because you know you're constant. They're constantly bringing out pitchers that are throwing 110 miles an hour, but it's competitive, and I think those guys are trying. and And I think that's really the only All Star Game in professional sports that's really working. And, um, and, and, and that's a stretch, you know, maybe people aren't watching because they're not as, you know, not as into baseball, but, uh, I think they're trying uh, the second, the second one I would say would be the NHL. They're, they're definitely trying with that. And I, we talked about it when they changed up how that's, uh, orchestrated a couple of years ago, whenever they started incentivizing the game itself by the winning team. Uh, I think they each got a million dollars, so or, or you know whatever it was, a couple hundred thousand or five hundred thousand or whatever it was. But you know, especially for that sport, those guys don't make on on scale what what the other guys do in, in the other sports. So um, you know that that's that's incentive for those guys to show up. That's the big thing, showing up. Step one, step two, actually trying when you get there, and they seem to do a good job with that. Now some of the skills competitions with the NHL is a little, off, you know, a little goofy for my taste, but whatever. It's not any worse than what uh, what was going on with the NBA over the weekend. Truthfully, the best thing I saw out of All Star Weekend with the NBA was the uh, was the uh, Rising Stars game on Friday night. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, you had one team that was just uh, made up of G League players, and they ended up playing in the finals. Um, but uh, the game itself, you know, it's just if these guys don't care enough to try or if they don't want to be there, then by all means, just put an end to it. There's no reason for them to be there. Do something else. You know, just have it a Futures game or a Rising Stars game. Um, the Slam Dunk Contest used to be cool. Now that's a joke, too. Uh, you know, it's just dumb. And I don't think, you know, there's 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 people that, that – that say that that folks aren't watching it because sports became politicized. It's not that. It's the same. You know, I say that same thing in uh, regards to that uh, being brought up about uh, uh, award shows. I don't think that it's because of the politics of the people that are on there. I think it's just because these programs suck, and nobody wants to waste their time with it. There's plenty of other things I could do on a Sunday night um, than than watch you know 12 guys or whatever act like they're going to play basketball i mean that I, I enjoy watching wwe and at least that's got entertainment value and soap opera value to it i mean it's not real as far as you know it's all scripted outcomes but you know those are good, great athletes and um you know i always i always think about them as people that um you know they put their body through hell just to entertain us um, 
Whereas, you know, you got these guys in the NBA who are making ridiculous amounts of money. And, you know, they cry baby around about load management. And then they get the all-star game. They don't want to act. They act like they don't want to play. And, or if they do, it's just a, a dunk contest. And, and they don't want to play defense. Um, of course, there's not, let's be honest, there's not a lot of defense that's played in the NBA regardless. But um, I just, something has to change. That, that was just such a, an embarrassment, I think, for the NBA last weekend. Adam Silver is going to have to step in. And, you know, if these guys don't want to do it, then just put an end to it. I mean, truthfully, I checked in on the uh, Pro Bowl games, and that's, that's just ridiculous, too. Uh, when you have dodgeball competitions and things like that, instead of playing, you got a flag football game, which is kind of where the NFL's heading, anyways. But um, it's just, it's not worth my time watching. I'd rather watch reruns or syndicated two and a half men or mama's family than watch <laughs> watch what's going on in most of these all quote unquote all star games. Uh, it's it's terrible, and uh, you know I'm looking at the roster of of the West and. You know how is how is a guy like Brandon Ingram not on 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 the All Star team? How is a guy like Zion Williamson not on the All Star team? Um, you got Carl Towns, Carl Anthony Towns, who had fifty points in the game and wasn't the MVP. Fifty points off the bench, mind you. Fifty points off the bench. It just shows. There's, I mean, this is just it's upside down, and it's not worth watching. And until these guys decide that they want to do something for the fans. It's going to stay like this. These guys, these kids don't care. They don't care. They don't care about the people that are paying their hard-earned dollars to come watch them play. And that's the bottom line. It's not about politics. It's not about any of that nonsense. It's about these kids don't care. They don't care. They don't care how much money you spend. You know, they, it, it doesn't matter to them. And that's what's unfortunate. It really is. So, um you know, I don't know. I don't. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes, because I think there's been enough uh, uh, hell raised over it in the last week on uh, you know national sports shows that um, there's got to be attention brought to it and something's got to change. You know, you know. I think back. Not that everything was better in the '90s, but it seems like a hell of a lot of things were better in the '90s. But you go back and, and you think about those games with with uh with jordan and and magic and isaiah and, and they were normal basketball games these guys it was like a pickup game but these guys all wanted to win these guys now don't care it's that that's the idea behind it it's supposed to be a pickup game of the greatest players in the world and you would think that they would want to win but they don't care they just don't want to get hurt and they want to just put on a show and, and it's just it's silly you know, now I, I I think the closest to, that I saw back then was the year that Magic was a he'd already retired after announcing that he had contracted HIV and that he came back and played in the All Star game and and you know I think that they took it I don't want to say take it, they took it easy on him but he was the MVP and I, you know it was a great story but I don't think he was guarded as closely as maybe he should have been and uh, you know but. It is what it is, but it, I I don't remember any of the All Star games being anything close to like what happened last weekend. Those guys all all had pride, and maybe that's it. Maybe these guys don't have the pride. You know, they it's not like that anymore. And as it stands, like I said, MLB as many problems as they have, and 
we can talk about that maybe in a little bit with their uniforms and things like that and their stupid rules that they come up with trying to to get more eyes on the product, which they might get a lot more eyes on the product with their new see-through pants. But uh, anyways, um, I still think the All-Star game and that it, it maybe it's the nostalgia factor of baseball, but it's still – uh, it's still good. I still watch it from from beginning to end. Only thing I would really change about it would be um, I don't like the fact that they all wear the same uniform. I think it looks a lot better when they all were were wearing their own uniforms. I thought I think that's what's cool about it. So, anywho, all right, let's take a break. Get some news. I'm sorry, we won't get some news. We'll get some news in a little bit. Let's take a break and uh, come back with more of something to say. Radio show right after this. of Metairie has February specials you won't want to miss. Four 30-minute personal training sessions to keep you on track, only $109. Three facials for only $199. Specials on cool sculpting, brow laminations, lash lifts, and specials on skincare products. Kronos, 3200 North Annault in Metairie. Call 504-267-4549. 504-267-4549. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a non-profit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Are you looking for the perfect personalized gift for your friends and loved ones? Then look no further than Crow and Crescent. Crow and Crescent provides customizable handmade gifts, tumbler cups, and much more. All items are handmade with care and can be gift wrapped with personalized messages. For more information, you can find us at crowandcrescent.com and on Instagram. Crow and Crescent, let us show you the right gift for any occasion. Radio show on WGSO 990 AM. So I kind of alluded to it in the last segment about the uh, about the uniforms in Major League Baseball, which have created quite the controversy in the last couple of weeks. And I, and to be honest with you, I really didn't understand what was going on. 
until the last couple of days, but um, I, I actually saw a uh, uh, a picture today on uh, online of one of the Giants players posing with his uniform on, and um, he w- had his foot up on a stool, and I, he was sitting down and had his foot up on the on the leg of another stool, and um, it was very apparent that you can uh, see right through those uh, those new pants. So, you know, maybe that's one way they're trying to drive revenue by, uh, well, I should say drive ratings. You know, maybe you get a little extra show now with the uh, when you're watching baseball. Um, but again, you know, baseball, you know, we talked about the All-Star games and things like that and the, the things they do well. Uh, the thing that they've got to stop, and thank goodness that uh, the commissioner is going to be stepping down after 2029, but um, they they just constantly want to tinker with something that's not broke. You know, it's 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 so dumb. Um, you know, I'm looking at uh, some of these pictures right now of, of the differences between the jerseys and how cheap they look now. You know, and Nike... Um, is the ones that are that are making it well they're making them and then fanatics is producing them so they've got nike's name on it but either way you know you can you can see through these uniforms and i get the idea behind it like you want things to be breathable it's it's summertime and it gets hot sure i get that but you can't you know there was nothing wrong i i feel like the first time these guys slide in these things they're they're probably going to rip right through their pants and, uh, you know, I'm looking at pictures of, of the replicas that are offered uh, for folks to buy. And, geez, what a difference. Uh, just a year. Like, the new ones, they just look cheap, you know. And, and they're certainly not going to be cheap. You know, every time I buy a jersey, it's, you know, it looks like it's, or I'm sorry, it's, you know, it's probably around $150. So, <clears throat> I, I don't know. You know, but it's certainly going to be uh, be funny, and the players have, have thrown a fit about it. And if they're having problems with it, then obviously it needs to be fixed immediately. You know, I, I don't I don't believe it's that difficult to uh, to uh, produce new uniforms for uh, for Major League Baseball teams and, and get pants that they that folks aren't going to be able to see through. You know, brings a whole different meaning to uh, um, <laughs> bats and balls. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, you know, Rob Manfred is just, he, and he, you know, he, he was asked about it and he said, oh, well, change, you know, there's always uh, a knee jerk reaction to change. Well, it, it's just not good. It's just not good. And, um, you know, Nike says the New Jersey's, um, provide 25% more stretch and dry 28% faster. Um, and they also said they scanned the bodies of more than 300 players in order to get the right fit. Um, it just, it just doesn't make sense. It just, you know, I think I had better uniforms or better made uniforms when I was in high school and that shouldn't be the way it is for major league baseball players. Um, you know, he tried to say that people really liked wearing them in the all-star game cause it's the same material that they used for that. But, um, apparently that's not the case cause they do look cheap and they don't look, uh, they don't look, they don't look like what they should. And if you can see through them, that's definitely an issue. 
and uh, needs to be fixed immediately. So, all right, let's take a break and get some news, and we'll come back, and uh, we've got some Florida man to talk about, and uh, who knows what else we'll get into, but we'll get into something, I promise. Don't go away. Kronos of Metairie has February specials you won't want to miss. Four 30-minute personal training sessions to keep you on track, only $109. Three facials for only $199. Specials on cool sculpting, brow laminations, lash lifts, and specials on skincare products. Kronos, 3200 North Annault in Metairie. Call 504-267-4549. 504-267-4549. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumaine Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Are you looking for the perfect personalized gift for your friends and loved ones? Then look no further than Crow and Crescent. Crow and Crescent provides customizable handmade gifts, tumbler cups, and much more. All items are handmade with care and can be gift wrapped with personalized messages. For more information, you can find us at crowandcrescent.com and on Instagram. Crow and Crescent, let us show you the right gift for any occasion. Something to say radio show on WGSO 990 AM. All right, let's talk a little Saints football. Uh, no, there hasn't been a whole lot going on other than the hiring of uh, Clint Kubiak and uh, some more of the offensive staff that he's been putting into place. But, uh, you know, it, I don't know, understand why every year at this time we go through this with the national media on the Saints being in salary cap hell because lo and behold, they always find a way to get themselves out of it. And, you know, I think they started at $80 million over the cap um, this year. But after a couple of deals this week, you know, maybe it might not make some folks happy, but it is what it is. Um, It was announced this week that Derek Carr has restructured his contract and, uh, um, he was due $30 million for the, for the season, this upcoming season. 
Um, they, you know, as they do, they transfer that into the league minimum and then move it all into signing bonus so it doesn't hit the cap. And uh, they uh, gave themselves $23 million in cap relief, um, which also makes it real difficult, uh, I think, for uh, for them to let Derek Carr go after this upcoming season, which, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I was big on – I was high on him last year, and uh, I still think he uh, – he can get the job done and, and, you know, with the right play caller and, and hopefully with Clint Kubiak at the helm calling the plays that, um, that maybe we'll see a difference. You know, uh, I, I think, you know, we've talked at, uh, at nauseum about the, uh, the play calling and, and, you know, time to evolve some of the play calling and, and uh, we'll just have to see, you know, it could be a situation where he comes in, you know, next year and has a fantastic year. And he's put in a position where he can succeed. And, uh, you know, we also have to understand, too, he did play better down the uh, um, down the stretch. Um, overall, last year he threw for 3,800 yards, 25 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. You know, I don't think it's necessarily a bad year. We just the, – the times that, uh, that we have in our mind that uh, when they were bad, they were real bad. However, he did get. He, I, I do believe that he got uh, that he got better as the season progressed, and especially down the stretch the last month or so, I thought he played pretty good football. Um, and and I, I'm not going to put it all on him because there was plenty of of, of blame to, to be passed around, whether it was play calling, um, you know, or drop passes, things like that. But uh, you know, also part of it, I'm, I'm not giving him a, a free pass either. You know, obviously he he owns um, the mistakes that he made, and uh, you know I, I don't know at 3,800 yards, 25 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. Just looking at those stats, that doesn't look that bad. Um, so we'll have to see next year. You know, I, I'm I'm willing to uh, to give the benefit of the doubt again until we see what the game plan is going to be, and and then I think we'll have a be way better snapshot of what the future is going to hold with Derek Carr. But regardless, I, I don't foresee him to go anywhere for at least a couple of years. And uh, regardless of what the, the Saints do in the draft, I doubt they go after a quarterback. I would be shocked to see that, um, especially uh, where they're where they're picking. I think they pick 13th or 14th, so not a great spot um, and to get a quarterback. But you never know. You know, Patrick Mahomes wasn't a top 10 pick, and – that seemed to uh, go just fine for uh, for the Chiefs. Um, the Saints also adjusted Eric McCoy's contract and uh, uh, saved seven point eighteen million against the uh, cap. So you know they've knocked off thirty million dollars roughly. So you're looking at uh, fifty million. I did see that they're going to raise the salary cap thirty million dollars. So I don't know if that's in the equation of the of the fifty million dollars that they're that they're over right now, but, um, we'll see. Um, they have to be under the cap by March 13th. So we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I feel like there's going to be some, unfortunately there may be a couple players that we don't see come back next year. And that's just the name of the game. And it'll be interesting because eventually the, the saints are going to have to do a reset on this cap situation. I mean, they're, they've kicked a can down the year or down the road, a heck of a lot longer than I thought that they would would be able to. You know, if you remember, this all started, geez, uh, probably 
two or three, maybe even four years before Drew Drew Brees uh, retired. So I don't know, but I don't doubt that they'll get under the cap and 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 have money to spend once they uh, once they get everything situated. They had money to to spend last year, and that's after signing Carr to a hundred and fifty million dollar contract. So uh, we'll just have to see how that goes. Um, I, I just uh, I, I don't have any doubts in my mind they'll get it taken care of. Uh, you know, I keep seeing these these ridiculous uh, clickbait items on on social media that the Saints are going to trade Alvin Kamara to alleviate cap space. It wouldn't even alleviate that much cap space to trade him. And from some of the things I saw, like trading him to the Ravens for a seventh round pick, there is no way in hell I would trade him for a seventh round draft pick. You would have to be out of your mind to do that, especially again. With a brand new offensive coordinator coming in, who um, who would want these weapons? You know, I, I do believe Michael Thomas is, is on his way out. You know, and that's only really because of him. I don't believe that he really wants to be here. Um, just his behavior has shown that, and throwing throwing his teammates under the bus, namely Derek Carr. But uh, I just don't foresee him being around. I think it's too much of a distraction and. Uh, I, I just don't foresee Dennis Allen and, and the front office wanting to put up with that kind of stuff any longer than they have to. Um, you know, there was rumblings uh, towards the end of the season that there was some problems, and, and a little after the season that there were problems in the locker room. I, I think if you're going to get the culture right, then you can't have those kind of things. And, uh, you know, Michael Thomas had some great years for us. Unfortunately, he he got hurt and stayed hurt for, geez, it seems like four years or so now. So, um, unfortunate, but that's the way things, the way things are. And, uh, you know, you just have to thank him for his time and move on down the road. I don't, I don't know what the saints are going to get in return for him because he does have another year left on his contract, but, uh, I'll be honest. I don't think you're going to, we're going to get much. If we could get a third or a fourth round draft pick for him, I would jump at the chance because, uh, I, I think in reality, you're probably looking at a, a fifth, sixth or a seventh. And uh, and I think that's about as about as good of an expectation as you can really set for a situation like that. And uh, you know, whatever team he goes to is going to have to be willing to uh, to take on the distractions. You know, so we'll see. Uh, a little bit more. Well, I guess Houdat Nation news. Uh, it was reported. Uh, I guess last week actually. Uh, the Saints fans are ranked, and this is according to CanalStreetChronicles.com, Saints fans rank fifth in the quote-unquote drunkest fan base according to BAC testing app. And uh, uh, I guess that's an app called Backtrack, which features a breathalyzer. The app collects information on its users, including which NFL team they support, uh, the data reflects over 28,000 BAC tests and was posted by Pickenham on Instagram. The Saints came in fifth with a .08 average BAC rating, while the Titans, well, that's kind of shocking to me. I went to a game in, in Nashville, and I didn't have a good time, I'll put it that way, but uh, I didn't see some people that inebriated. Uh, Titans came in first with a .093 BAC. And uh, I know the question everybody's asking where are the Falcons fans ranking all this? Well, they actually ranked one above us. They are uh, fourth with a point oh. Well, tied for second or third. I'm sorry, with a point oh eight five 
percent. Steelers fans coming in number two with a point oh 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 eight eight. Dolphins at six with a point oh seven nine. Packers at a point oh seven eight. Patriots at a point oh seven eight. Uh, shockingly, the Eagles are pretty far down the list with a point oh seven. Uh, you would think they would be higher up there. Also, the Bills you would think would be higher with uh, the Bills Mafia and people jumping through tables, but nope, they're uh, quite far down the list actually, at a point oh six five. So there you go. I don't know what that all means, but it's there. That information's out there for you to uh, to have. Uh, real quick before we go to the break, I want to talk a little bit about the Pelicans and, uh, you know, back from the all-star break, which we talked a lot about the all-star game, uh, earlier in the show, but, uh, they've moved up to fifth place in the, uh, in the, um, in the West, which is good. I think if, if, if the Pels can stay out of the play in games, I think that's a, a huge step in the right direction. And, um, you know, I, I know I saw a video of Stephen A. Smith that was uh, uh, bagging on on Zion again, and uh, um, I, I just don't see it. I, I you know I get where it's coming from, but I think he has has, has played really well this season and uh, continues to get better and better. Um, Thursday night they beat the Rockets one twenty seven one hundred five. He had twenty seven points, nine assists, and three boards. I mean, if you're getting that production out of him uh, on a night in night, you know, uh, night in basis, uh, night in night out basis, I think you're you're way ahead of the curve. And uh, I really, I think the way that they've handled his playing time this year has been good. Um, you know, it, it's going to take. It took a little bit for these guys to settle in their roles together. Also, uh, you know, how how much did uh, CJ and uh, Brandon Ingram and Zion actually get to play together. You know, hasn't been much up until this season. So, I think they're all settling into their roles pretty well. And uh, um, you know, it's really a group effort every night. And I think that's it's it's great to see. Um, I was glad to see that Valanciunas didn't get traded. I think he is is the right guy for the to be the the guy in the middle. Herb Jones, I think, has been a fantastic player and doesn't really get the credit that he deserves because he's such a good player on the defensive end and what he adds. Um, and he and and as of late, he's been playing pretty darn good offensively as well, knocking down some important three pointers and and being a threat. And uh, geez, if if you get all these guys uh, on the same page, I, I still believe I'm with Charles Barkley. I still think this is a team that that a lot of teams aren't going to want to play when when it comes to the uh, to the playoffs. So um, let's see. I'm gonna check their schedule real quick. Um, see, I know they've, uh, let's see who they got coming up. Um, we got, uh, um, Sunday we got, uh, tomorrow we'll have the bulls in town and then, uh, they'll head out on the road, take on the Knicks and, uh, the Pacers on a back to back, then come back home for the Pacers. And, uh, and then the Raptors, Sixers, Hawks, Cavs, Clippers, and uh, Blazers to follow that. So, um, not a terrible schedule, you know. The uh, the uh, the Knicks haven't been playing that well um, without um, uh, uh, Randall, and uh, 
you never really know what you're going to get with the Pacers. They don't play a lot of defense. Raptors, they they sold off most of their, their pieces. The Sixers haven't played well since Joel Embiid went down. So the Pelicans have a chance to uh, to make some move, uh, make some moves, and, and head up the, the standings for uh, for the playoffs. So it's all it's all good stuff, and I'm excited to uh, to see where the uh, the Pels are heading. So, all right, well let's take a break and uh, come back, and we'll wrap things up with uh, with a little Florida man, and we'll get on down the road. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Kronos of Metairie has February specials you won't want to miss. Four 30-minute personal training sessions to keep you on track, only $109. Three facials for only $199. Specials on cool sculpting, brow laminations, lash lifts, and specials on skincare products. Kronos, 3200 North Annault in Metairie. Call 504-267-4549. 504-267-4549. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Are you looking for the perfect personalized gift for your friends and loved ones? Then look no further than Crow and Crescent. Crow and Crescent provides customizable handmade gifts, tumbler cups, and much more. All items are handmade with care and can be gift wrapped with personalized messages. For more information, you can find us at crowandcrescent.com and on Instagram. Crow and Crescent, let us show you the right gift for any occasion. Right, we're back with more of the Something to Say radio show. Last segment of the week, so you know we like to check in on those good folks over in Florida, see what they're up to this week. And uh, without any further ado, here is this week's Florida man. Down to Florida, we welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. All right. This actually comes, uh, first story comes from people.com, and the headline is Florida man sues Dunkin' Donuts over quote unquote severe and long term injuries caused by an exploding toilet. That's right. A Florida man is uh, seeking more than $50,000 in a lawsuit against Dunkin', uh, 
I guess it's just called Dunkin' now, not Dunkin' Donuts, more than a year after an alleged incident involving a toilet at one of the franchise's locations. In a lawsuit filed Wednesday in state court, lawyers for Paul Karak claimed the Flagler County man severed, uh, sustained severe and long-term injuries after a, a toilet exploded in the men's room of a Dunkin' located in Winter Park. Uh, he was covered with debris, including human feces and urine, as a result of the blast, per the court filing. Duncan employees allegedly informed him that they were aware of the problem after previous incidents involving the same toilet. Uh, the complaint argues Duncan had a duty... Oh, they, they didn't just say that. Had a duty to warn customers like Paul about the issue, but failed to do so. As a result, it said uh, Kirok unwittingly became the victim of an exploding toilet as well as the aftermath of the incident. Duncan is also accused of failing to adequately maintain the toilet in question or inspect it to determine whether or not it was a hazard to customers. Uh, he now requires quote-unquote mental health care and counseling as a result of the trauma of the experience. Um, in a statement obtained by People, Crocs lawyer Scott Spradley said that his client continues to suffer with mental and emotional side effects following the shocking nightmarish scenario, including PTSD-like symptoms. Uh, I mean, I don't even understand how a toilet blows up like that unless you put something in it to make it explode. And if it, you have an exploding toilet, maybe you ought to get rid of it. That seems like a hot idea. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, that takes a takes the whole the old phrase blowing up the bathroom to a whole new level, doesn't it? Uh, and this last one, I, we, real quick uh, before we go, this isn't uh, a Florida story, but it's just ridiculous, so I wanted to share it. And uh, it comes from TurnTo10.com, and uh, the headline is Stinky Situation. Farting passenger on plane allegedly causes flight to turn around. Uh, a gassy man apparently caused a big stink aboard an American Airlines flight, according to a viral social media post. The plane eventually turned around, and the passenger was asked to get off the plane. Uh, Reddit user Lama, whatever, wrote, uh, We all breathed a sigh of relief when he was removed, the person noted. The stinky situation reportedly happened on January 14th during a flight from Phoenix to Austin. The Reddit user said an unidentified man on the plane was audibly disgruntled about something, maybe hung over, and was grumbling before the plane left the gate. The man was allegedly swearing and causing a disruption. Uh, I overhear him loudly say, you thought that was rude. Well, how about this smell? And farted, the Reddit user said. I don't know what provoked that comment. And well, while kind of funny to overhear, it was uncalled for, especially coming from a grown man. Then later on in the flight, people said, uh, uh, the person said, people were eating when the man who farted loudly said, yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. This is ridiculous. Uh, another pastor said uh, uh, the Reddit user told the man to take a private flight next time if he didn't like that people were eating. He said, quote, unquote, fart man replied with, that's so blanking rude. While another person added, I think we'd all agree you're the rude one on here. Um, soon there was an announcement on the plane uh, the, uh, the, the, that the Reddit user said it, that he said everyone on board was told the plane was returning to the gate. Uh, we get back to the gate and the flight attendant comes back and informs quote unquote fart man that he will not be staying on this flight. He simply replies, I don't understand. 
and she tells him they'll talk about it off the plane. He got up, grabbed his stuff, and got off the plane. Everyone seemed to be relieved because they were on edge about what he may say or do next. Uh, wow. How awful is it when you can't control yourself like that? And it's so bad that they have, a plane has to turn around because of you. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, gang, that is all the time I have for tonight. So uh, until next week, remember, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. I'll talk to you soon. If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. When you get knocked down, you got to get back up. <laughs>